to the stripped down know nothing podcast focusing on the bare naked ladies that's right whether they make you enemies or friends from i'll be that girl to this is where it ends we're it's all been done the podcast we've got a lot more keeping us together than keeping us apart it's my co-host evan when he goes down and he will go down i'll be there right with him like i was saying <laughs> ev we're live! Yeah, I don't like this. This is uncomfortable. This is, is really uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Like, I've never, I've gotten out of the habit of looking you straight in the eyes as we talk. <laughs> it's very strange. And there's no delay between us. Yeah, like, usually I'm like on the internet or something. This yeah, is really that's uncomfortable. Really nice. Yeah, I'm like cruising Facebook and like Twitter and. And I feel like I have the anonymity to be more uh, shitty. Jewish singles. You. Yeah. <laughs> Jewish singles? That's your number one? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of thirsty ladies out there on <laughs> and i mean you, they'd never date feel, they'd never date me but like you know I, I, no harm in looking right do you feel at all disingenuous i mean do you tell I don't, them you're jewish no i don't i just look oh. I, don't, I don't i don't engage you just like looking yeah it's window shopping sure except you you're you have no plan to buy anything and you have no money right and that's and okay. even if you had money they wouldn't accept it ev if you downloaded tinder and your partner did not know about it is that a bad thing do you feel like you've done a bad thing I don't think so. Really? Like you can just window shop. Yeah, I mean if you're if you're just looking, it's like masturbating to porn, right? Yeah, but this p- porn is real. I hope you're not masturbating. Number one, <laughs> it's just <laughs> pictures of people on Tinder. I'm not. <laughs> but yeah, that, does, mean, that does feel kind of shitty because they put that out there with the intention of like getting dates and relationships, and you're yeah. like masturbating. It's like it'd be like just googling an, a random name and then like <laughs> masturbating. <laughs> Pictures oh my of them. God, that's great, Stephanie Bridgers. Bethan- All right, here I go. Bethany Moore. Here I come. <laughs> that's the most disgusting thing we've ever come up with in this podcast. Is googling a random name. That's what you get for being in person. Yikes! Oh, the energy in person is. I'm you so came sorry. into my house with too much energy today. Yeah. Some say I'm the daddy here. Yeah, you parked in my garage it's because you weren't there. Somebody needed to fill the hole that you left in your family. That's true. I would prefer that little, you not phrase it like that. Little anymore. Benzo, Mercedes Benzo is out in the lawn, just naked and crying. It's true. My um, partner is smeared. Useless. Your partner was just smeared in soot and ash. Like, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't. And I'm like, don't worry, don't worry, hon. I'll take care of everything. She's cleaning the <laughs> chimney as she usually does. Just Sunday morning activities. That's right. We got to clean it up. Fighting with the raccoons that live in your basement. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah. So, but we're back here with the raccoons in my basement mm-hmm. it's very exciting uh doing our two a days this is because the second episode always gets a little loopy That's yeah i don't know I if i have uh, enough energy oh you have it in you <laughs> you, can, you just need to pace yourself better nope. you need to st- nope never gonna happen <laughs> you came in like a fucking rock i lay it all on the floor never turn back Damn, that's wise. I'm like uh, Hank Abbott, the old MMA fighter. You just—if I can't knock you out in the first t- 20 seconds, I'm just puffing and I fall over. <laughs> Was that a real? Th- <laughs> tap we, out. <laughs> have we seen any Hank Abbott fights? Yeah, Hank the Tank, man. Oh yeah, okay, okay, I remember him. It's like I—I I trained by drinking a bunch of beers. <laughs> Back when you could just be like a big guy who like who didn't mind getting hit. Do you think that it was initially like they just had like a Google form and anybody who signed up was automatically <laughs> in? Like there was no real tryout process. I think it's like one of those where like you had to be submitted by your school. But some of them have like no school. They're just like I'm a I own a bar and I throw out losers every day. Isn't that a school? A fighting, of hard a fighting knocks. style. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they don't follow any rules but their own. Who owns the best the way to learn fighting is by fighting. <laughs> Who owns the school hard knocks? How is he submitted? Um, isn't it like? What's I think it's Little Orphan Annie. It's Jack Black. <laughs> Jack Black. Okay. What's the middle ground between Little Orphan Annie and Jack Black? 
little oh jack white okay sure that makes sense that's true or little orphan Andy he looks like he has no parents um i don't know what jack white looks like he looks like a really it's yeah, like paint a mental picture okay for me. so imagine like every tim burton movie you've ever seen now take johnny depp pull him out of his makeup mm-hmm. make him like modern day johnny depp mm-hmm. and then like unplus him a little bit so he looks a little bit more mundane an uglier less uh affected johnny depp yes well maybe a little more affected but in a different way okay because i feel like jack white is all affect you've you've painted no picture in my head Uh, (laughs) lank hair falling down onto his onto his shoulders yeah just oily lank hair oh i love that his face looks like a boiled potato love that his voice sounds like a boiled potato (laughs) And he's carrying a boiled potato. Oh, Mr. BP. That's what BP stands for, right? (laughs) Boiled potato gasoline. That used to be, it was a British boiled potato. BP, 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 BP. Right. But then uh, the WWF sued them because of the DDT. Uh, They they felt like (laughs) they owned it and everything that Sorry, your acronym is hurting babies. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah, the conservative movement sued them for harming the unborn wow i uh i wasn't uh, aware so wwf or bbp all of them okay it's just all across the board get them got them get them conservatives just like sick them on everybody speaking of a song that sounds like a boiled potato ev <laughs> yeah, jesus let's get to this week's song can we not this week's song is called hold my hand and if you've never heard it before listeners here's a quick sample Oh, I want to hold my hand. <laughs> so you got the uh, the hootie version in your head. Nope, that's what this song is, right? Yeah. This oh, song fuck, is... I need to redo all my notes then, because I really liked that one. <laughs> hold my hand. Did you think it was weird that it wasn't Ed or Kev or Jim singing? Did you think that's what Tyler sounded like? I wish. Like Darius, Darius Rucker? Rucker? Is that Darius Rucker? Yeah, that's yeah, his okay, name, I, I think. Remember. Yeah, I mean, that would be amazing. Yeah. Was Darius Hootie? Or was no, Hootie he was not. Was he was not. Name? It's just a name. He's He's gone on record as saying, I am not Hootie. Please don't call me Hootie. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Um, so should I play this song for you real quick? You played the first like 20 seconds. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay. That's enough okay, for guy. you. This song's like a boiled potato. <laughs> it truly is. This is the Jack White of songs. <laughs> this is the, take this a, the take, white stripes of songs. Take a Jack Black song. Strip it down to uh, take all the makeup off of it. Age it up. Unplus it. Yeah. Like take Jack Black. Like take 40 pounds off of him. Uh-huh. And then make him ugly. Yeah. Jack Black is like um, a positive. He's like a, a sex symbol. A plus size sex symbol. There's not enough of those. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's he's got he's not an attractive man, but he's got charisma. Yes. Right. Yeah. His... He shows what you can do when you've got like, you know, like 18 charisma. Is he not an attractive man? I don't think he's unattractive, but he's definitely not like. Am I misremembering what Jack Black? He's looks not like, like. I know. Let me describe. Let me make sure. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh no, he's totally unattractive. Yeah. You are one hundred. Like I think it's the eyes. Like he's got those like piercing. Like he like when he looks at you, it's like a spotlight is on you. Yeah. Okay. Especially through quarantine, Jesus, he's turned into a, a maniac. Uh, he's grown his beard out. He, uh, holy Christ. Okay. Yeah. He looks like a, a straight up weirdo now. Yeah. Young Jack Black just looks like an inoffensive, 
uh, like UCB comedian. Yeah, he I looks think. like the guy who's like on the football team but never plays and is like really cool at parties afterwards. Yeah, yeah, that checks out. That yeah. checks out. Yeah, he's he's definitely. Yeah, he doesn't fit in with the jocks, but he does. He hangs with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. hangs with every group. He's, he's the guy who makes them all laugh. Yeah, agreed. So. Um, hold my hand. <laughs> we got off I want to love you the best, man. Um, I listened to it first, like, few seconds. I was like, ooh, a slow song. We haven't had a slow song in a while. Like, a mm-hmm. little feeler. Um, but then it just ends up being a boring song. I was the same way. Like, music, I'm like, ooh, a country guitar lick segueing into porn funk? Okay, yeah. I'm in. And then it just becomes another Ed song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Immediately, as soon as I heard it, I was like, this sounds like it could be like a conventioneers esque, like sexy, funky. No, conventioneers is like interesting. I want to be in a long term relationship. <laughs> Wrong fucking song. <laughs> you keep doing that. Um, can we do? We, should we start with a shining light? Should we start with the stuff that we liked about this song? Sure, sure. I like that it played with the ears. Right, we had the the echoey guitar in the right mm-hmm. ear, the rhythm guitar in the left ear. Like, I I like that it was messing ar- around with uh, with what you heard. I literally hear on my notes: echoey guitar. I like groovy rhythm. I like. Yeah, that's something to like. The percussion, I like. The woodblock during the chorus. Yeah. That little fucking uh, like ratchet thing was like... Yes. Yeah, definitely. It's it was, it's one of those like notched woodblocks. Yes. So you could just run your drumstick Ty, down. like got like the fucking, you know, Tupperware container with all the little extra plus plus one drum kit yes, stuff. Yes, he did. He bought a, uh, a children's first percussion <laughs> yeah. set. It came with a woodblock and a cowbell. And he's like, this song? This is where I'm getting the use out of that shit. Yeah. Well, we need our Andy Cregan. Yeah. Right? Oh, I miss Andy Cregan. What a lazy sloth-like man he is. <laughs> what a piece of shit. What a piece of shit. Teaching college courses and raising children. When you go down, when you go down, I'll be right there with you. I do like the harmonies, too. We've got the falsetto and bass harmonies. Honestly, I don't remember them. Oh, no. I'm sure they were in there, but the song has just <laughs> left my head. Um, And I think that might be where it ends for me yeah like the like the 70s sort of like 70s guitar licks i like like a, it's like an okay go song but like extended bro yeah like, it's just like you know they're just like a jam band just rocking yeah it very much does seem like uh a jam band especially that guitar solo that extends till the end of the song <laughs> the, i was you like love that slow fade this song I think I just can't get it. A synth solo, give it to me. A oh, drum man. solo, I'll take it. Guitar solos feel perfunctory to me for some reason. I like a good guitar solo when, you know, it gets high and when there's multiple guitars in harmony, like like a metal guitar solo. Sure. Oh, yeah. Like a Necrogoblicon sure. or a yeah. Children of Bodom. Mm, mm. But when you have just a, a loungy, shitty 70s song, <laughs> you're not digging it? Poing, poing. I, I went to see if I could remember the guitar solo, and I couldn't. <laughs> no, nothing, of course you can't. Nothing. I want to hold back. Yeah, yeah. You just keep going back to Hootie in your head over and over again. Like, yeah. Wouldn't the, you? The fact that this ends with an enormous guitar solo is just kind of a turnoff to me. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, 
give me something strong to end this song with. But you know what? This song is the definition of a deep cut, right? I feel like they thought about it. They said, let's do it. They put it on the album. They never, they play it live. Do I have any live versions of this? Yeah, once. I found no live versions. I found one. Oh, well, Uh, you always do a little bit more work than me. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. It was before the song was actually released. Ed plays like... 30 seconds of it as like a little preview and he's like I don't know the lyrics anymore and then I, don't, I don't like this I, I don't like this one take it off the album yeah. it's too late yeah, so it's too late he pulls out his phone on stage and calls his agent no 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 <laughs> this was a mistake I feel like the this is like one where like Jim and like Kev and Ty were like just kind of jamming a little bit and then like Ed like walks in the room like hey Ed do you like this he's like yeah I like what you're throwing down <laughs> like could you put some words to it? he's like yeah okay what am I thinking about long-term relationships as always so let me just talk about how Oh, I'm in a relationship with my wife again. I mean, like, what kind of like we, this? Like, really, really, like, highlights the difference between like love songs that written by like, you know, twenty somethings mm. and teens versus love songs written by forty and fifty somethings. Yeah, dude. Like, love songs written by twenty somethings are like real emotional and like, because I mean, that's what you're dealing with, yeah, right? You're in like the dating scene and whatnot. But when you've been in, been in a long term relationship for thirty fucking years, what are you gonna write about love? Yeah. Like. Your love song is, I will always support you. Thank you for forgiving me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know I'm not the easiest person to live with, yeah. but uh, I feel like our relationship has deepened over the years. And while we may not have the same physical attraction we used to, we were all, we're all getting a little rounder and a little softer. I mean, the, the, we've, we've found something far deeper between us. Like, yeah. that's like the... <laughs> I do want to... I want to hear... You know, I want to hear uh, fucking BTS. And do I sign up for Tinder? And do I scroll through the ladies? And do I masturbate to them? Yes, but you got to forgive me for that because you know we've all got. Sometimes I exceed the posted limits. Yeah, that's what I do best. My my girl, listen to this. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I do best: is log on to Google, type in a random female (laughs) name, and then just take off my pants. Um. But yeah, I, I, I do want to co- I want to hear a twenty something band cover this song, and I want to hear the Brandon Ladies cover like a song about diving into the infinite pools of love and how on fire everything feels. And and I mean they did kind of write those when they were younger. Of course they did. Like Steve Steve wrote a bunch of those. And I guess they're still singing them. They're still singing them live in concert. They're singing mm-hmm. about the passion they feel when they break into their girlfriend's apartment <laughs> and like break everything, which is a fucking nightmare of a song. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You're right. You're right. This is still there. They're still around. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I do, I, I did love how supportive this song was. I thought that was a nice love song about, it's not quite as facile as like the other songs on the album. All right. Like the other songs are very like inspirational quote. I guess this one is too, huh? Kind of a little bit. I felt, I felt that it was kind of, you know. Oop, I just vomited a little bit in my mouth. <laughs> Sorry, please cut that. <laughs> Hell no, this all stays oh, in. Oh no. This all stays I in. I ate breakfast way too quick yeah. to get here. We got drunk last night, and then you ate breakfast too quick today. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm, uh, tasting that bacon and pancakes. Oh, mm. you made it, ate it, and came over all before 9.30. Yeah, it took a half hour. <laughs> Jesus, that's impressive. All right. Ooh, ooh, okay. You okay? Yeah, Do you want my trash can? Nope, I'm good. Okay. I won't trash can. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. I thought, I thought it was sweet because I thought it was untrodden ground for the Brannigan ladies, right? What about this was untrammeled? Because we don't, it's a love song that's not a please forgive me song. It's a love song that's not a we're still 20 and we're like falling in love for the first time song. It's a song about being in a long-term relationship for a long time. And I mean, we already said all this stuff. What other songs that they have are like this? Limits. Limits. Limits is about their capabilities as a band. It's a long haul, but I'm in this. Oh, I thought it was about their band, but maybe you're right. Yeah. This is like every Ed song. I guess. Could this be about the band? 
I don't have the lyrics here, so I couldn't tell you. You always print the lyrics out. I don't have a printer anymore because I don't go to work. Oh, I forgot. So oh my, my choice God. was either write notes or handwrite all the lyrics, which I didn't want to do. Oh, you got to start doing that. I'm forcing you to start doing that. No, I will give you my cell phone and you could look them up uh -uh. as we do the thing. I don't care about the lyrics. Well, but I would like to discuss them maybe as a Vernicott Ladies podcast. I feel like we should probably do well, that. No, nothing. No, I've got some of them written down. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was... Uh, I thought it was interesting. One step forward, always going back to the start. Yeah, I feel like that hold could be... Hold my a hand. Why don't you hold my hand? It's not fucking rocket science. It's not, it's not a fucking... I felt like it was kind of shitty of him to sing this song. Really? How so? Like, hey, come on. It's not rocket science, bitch. Just hold my hand. Keeping us apart. Why don't you hold my hand? It's just a simple question. It's not meant to be conceptual art. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And that, like, the pre-chorus... When you go down, when you go down, <laughs> I go down too. Like it just, the way they said it kind of made me uncomfortable. When you go down, when you go down, I'll be right there with you. When you, what is uncomfortable When you about go that? down. <laughs> I'm sorry. Were you uncomfortable because you sexualized it yeah, again? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a song about sex. The song's about, about oh, sex, right? Oh, when you go down on me, I go down on you. you. This yes. is a song about 69 Well, that's just one portion of it, sure. right? Because they're into all sorts of foreplay. Because, yeah. you know, they've got a long time oh. to explore each other's bodies. And Ed considers holding hands just the most delicate form of foreplay. I mean, Ed, that's what he calls his dick. Is his hand? Yeah. He calls it the baby's arm. He calls it, he calls it the hand. Uh, it's because there's a little protrusions coming off. Yeah, of so that's just about him browbeating his uh, Natalie Herbert into trying to give him a blowjob. God, I can't believe you pulled <laughs> fucking Ed's wife's name out of your ass. We've done this podcast for too long. Do you think she like? Or is it because you Googled Natalie Herbert before you got here and were just masturbating to pictures of a random woman? <laughs> just typed, yeah, I'm like, just, wait, this is Ed Robertson's oh, wife? Whoops. <laughs> oh, oh, streams of cross. <laughs> oh, dear, dear. Um, do you think, how do you think she feels about, like, having love song after love song written about her? Oh, I'm sure horrible. I'm sure their private life being out in front for everybody to see. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure Ed has to claim, like, oh, no, I wasn't even thinking about you, girl. These are fictionalized versions of, of <laughs> accounts in my head that I've just been... Then why did you specifically mention the time that I... <laughs> <laughs> Natalie. Um, I'm looking forward to that on Tour de Force. is <laughs> a song where he gets to gaslight his wife into <laughs> thinking that Natalie isn't about her. It's about a different Natalie. <laughs> it's about my ex-girlfriend. Now wife. Um, yeah, uh, I, I, this song is an olive branch. It's a, it's a reparative gesture, a restorative gesture, right? I didn't see, why don't you hold my hand, bitch? I heard like, hey, listen, we just had a fight, hold my hand. It's not like, rocket science. <laughs> Does he say it's not rocket science? He says science? like it's not conceptual art or something is what he says. And I did think that that was the funniest line because he, I thought he was speaking directly to us at that point <laughs> because yeah, it's just a simple question. It's not meant to be conceptual art. Like he's saying, don't look into it too much. I'm just trying to hold your hand. I don't, I don't like holding hands. You don't? No. Oh, it's so sweet. It's uncomfortable. Oh, okay. Uh, have you ever had an unexpected hand holding opportunity? All the time, because my son grabs me. Yeah, but, like, with a girl. Like, what do you mean? Like, where they grabbed your hand? Yeah. Probably. I don't remember it. Oh, like, wow. That's disappointing. I remember all the unexpected handholds in my life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> List them. Car, concert. Done. I did it. That was easy. 
<laughs> no details. <laughs> Period. I'm done. Oh, you were never making love in the car, though. Uh, I didn't. Have just, you ever? It's just mutual masturbation. Hell yeah, I did. I had a um ford tara oh, station wagon me with too a, sorry but go ahead I yeah with remember. like the with like the back seats that could fold down uh-huh oh man <laughs> that was a that was that was a great thing to have i wonder which of our listeners actually wants us to be talking about <laughs> this right now I, my guess would be none <laughs> <laughs> well you know we have to please the haddle he wants us to talk about our sexual experiences we the have to how the haddle oh the haddle yeah. oh we gotta paddle we, the haddle or, or we get the <laughs> please the haddle or get the paddle <laughs> oh, um i i love silence of the lambs um yeah so uh but i don't know i liked because in my life you know uh uh reparative restorative gestures are a big thing like after a fight you know making a joke or just like you know scrunching up behind the person is like a big thing and i saw this as a reflection of my life i don't think i hated the song as much as you did. well good i thought it was boring <laughs> but i did not you're going this is going to be your aluminum i think um i didn't hate it as much as Oh, wait, you hated aluminum. I thought aluminum was okay. It's gonna right? be your aluminum. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I didn't hate this song. Oh okay, never mind. You came in pretty pretty hard on it. Today. Well, I don't like it. Okay, <laughs> all right. Well, I also don't. Well, like I think it. I was just. I, I came in hard because I was defending my fact, my thought that it wasn't a good song <laughs> <laughs> against your thought that it was. I d- definitely didn't. Well, I mean, I liked that this touched something within you. Yes. And I appreciate that. Yes, but I will say that this is. Perhaps the most boring chorus Brannicked Ladies have ever done. Nothing about it sticks with me. Like, even shit like, I don't know, like, leave. I want to love you the best best that I can. No, Evan! (laughs) You have to understand. (laughs) It's the wrong fucking song. Uh, It's fucking sticking with me all day. (laughs) Um, But no, this song is like... uh, I don't know this this nothing I could not like I've informed you to leave like name a Barnacle Lady song go Brian Wilson blind and bread just like <laughs> like I can do the chorus to all of them this song uh, Northern Lights watching the Northern Lights <laughs> is that what it is <laughs> that, I think so may not be all oh, one yeah. note like that oh, yeah but. he just repeated it over and over yeah, he time. sure did but this song is so I I'm looking at the the lyrics. And I still can't tell you, is it the when you go down part that's actually the chorus? Because when the why don't you hold my hand? That's the verse, right? Why don't you hold my hand? So it's when you go down, when you go down, I'll be right there with you. When you come, that sucks. That's so, that's the least catchy thing they've ever written. It feels like a verse. I'm not going to argue with you. It's Evan. <laughs> Take the opposite position. Okay, okay. We need to have context. So this uh, is super good because <laughs> when you go down... <laughs> You've made it gross now. It absolutely has no, like, stank on it, but you've given it stank. Oh, that's the point. The point is to give it that's stank. What we, that's what we bring to this the table. That's why our listeners come back week after week. A little bit of stank. A little bit of they stank. They want to see us put stank on that ball. <laughs> is that right? One in the stank, one in the crankshaft. That's one what I always... <laughs> one in the stank, six in the pank. That's what I'm all about. <laughs> Six a little bit is more. really an upsetting number because that's a whole hand and one digit from another. Like a hand wasn't enough. Just need a little more. 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 Too much. Too much. Too much. This is okay. So here's the energy when we get together: is gross and horny somehow. I don't like it. You know when you want to do a plus one of fisting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, disgusting. Um. Uh, but yeah, it is the the line about it's not meant to be conceptual art was very funny to me as uh, as we make these conceptual. Art. I felt like it was kind of shitty and rude. Maybe 
know, that's hard because I feel like he's trying to joke with his partner. Yeah, and I mean, I don't want to like judge their relational dynamics. Like maybe that works for them. Yeah. But I feel like if I were, you know, like angry and somebody made a joke at me, that would just make me double down and me like, how the fuck, what the fuck is wrong with you? I guess. But also I've seen shit that you do that's comfortable in your relationship that if I did, I would be slaughtered. You've I've seen you cut a plant open with a sword for fun. I saw that was you, your that was your your wife. That was I saw me. you throw and scream something last night at your partner in jest. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're just. I mean, I don't want our listeners to get any uh, to get any ideas about you. But, performative uh, anger is fun. Yeah, sometimes. performative anger. That's how I want to put it. Um, but uh, but yeah, only if you know. immediately back off of it. Like, if you yell and knock something over, and then, like, immediately go, oh, you know, like, it was, I'm <laughs> just fucking with you, aren't I? <laughs> but maybe I am. I mean, I'm not. Maybe I am. Um, <laughs> maybe yeah, I this, uh, it was, it was, it was fun to watch, and not at all weird or uncomfortable. Uh, uh, you know, where, where I just kept yelling, yeah, and getting louder and more and more high-pitched. <laughs> you just kept, and now I'm really angry, and I don't like this. I was pretending at first, but now I'm really mad. I've gotten myself, myself worked up. up. Um... What were we fuck were we talking about? Yeah, what a non-catchy chorus. Um, yeah, I feel like if I, I feel like even if you mentioned this song to Ed, he would be like, "Hold my hand." Which one was that again? Is that like the "I want to hold my"? <laughs> <laughs> they were on tour with Hootie. They might. Yeah, actually... I bet. I bet that he remembers Hootie and the Blowfishes. One hundred percent. I mean, it, it was their big hit. Maybe and hold my hand is like. There's like seventeen. Hold my oh, hand. Oh my god! Like Michael got, Jackson has one. Isn't there a Beatles one too? Um, mm. I want to hold uh, your hand. Okay. I want to hold oh, no, your no, no. hand. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I want to hold your hand. I'm going down <laughs> on you. you. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I wrote this song. Never had a lot of gas in it, but it definitely sputters out. There's just not a whole lot happening. This song was hard to listen to a hundred times. Yeah, yeah. It's like a song. I mean, it's a song about like love and support, but it's also like reductive. It's like the internet meme version of a long-term relationship. Huh, interesting. How so? Because I just felt like everything was so broad. Okay. Like, okay. People have um, hands that they hold um, <laughs> and in a relationship. I mean, most people can identify with, you know, holding holding hands probably. That's something that everyone does, right? Sure. I mean, let's try to talk about that. So you are giving it the, uh, the old... Uh, you know, you go into the country farm store and you see, why don't you hold my hand on a big wooden <laughs> sign written in scripty font? Oh, on like the, uh, the gingham... Uh, it's like cross stitched into a gingham, yeah. uh, like rug or not rug. What's my like, tablecloth? Or, uh, yeah, yeah. You hang okay. on your wall. You know what? I didn't see that at first, but I could feel that. I I, I could feel that being true. Um, Ev, you, I I listened to the Spotify commentary for this song. I kind of love those because they're so short. It's like a minute where they go. Was it just them? One? Was it just them like muttering into the microphone? I don't know. I don't know, what that <laughs> I don't know where we were thinking song? about this one. Uh, they call it groovy immediately. Yeah, I would give yeah. it that. This is actually one of the only songs, they said, that's a full band take. So they didn't, like, track the drums oh. first and then track the guitar. They all played together. So it's a jam. It's a jam. It's exactly as you say. It is a jam. Um, Tyler was very impressed with the stereo separation of the guitars. He thought that was so cool when they, uh, you know, came up with the final mix of the song. <laughs> and Ed admits that it's very much a Rolling Stones song. He said he wrote it. In, I can I can hear that. In the style of Rolling Stones. Yeah. Um, and that's it. That's all that was interesting about that Spotify commentary. <laughs> um, not a whole lot to say about that one. Um, but yeah, that, I think that's about it for this weird loungy tune. What else did you have about this song, bud? Mm, you got it. <laughs> that's it? 
Yeah, I mean, what do you expect like a mid to late 40s love song to be like? Yeah, this. I guess so. This. I guess so. Well then, Ev, I think it's about time before we do the robot roundup. <laughs> We have something very important to address Mm -hmm. that no one called us on and nobody gives a shit about, but we should definitely address. (laughs) Yeah. Which is, we did not say whether the Iron Giant could be beaten by, what's her name? Sati? Sati from The Matrix. So Ev, I want you to tell me, Iron Giant versus Sati. I guess, does this fight take place? Well, okay. So the thing is, probably the Iron Giant wins. Probably. Okay. Because like... If it takes place before Neo frees all the programs from digital bondage, right. then she's just a little girl in the Matrix. Right. So the Iron Giant could like smash up the computer. If you ma- die in the Matrix, you she, die for real. I yeah, guess, right? yeah, you do because they don't they kill people in the Matrix and then like they show their like really toned muscular bodies like gyrating and pretend dying. Wait, but here's my question: Is why would they? Why would there be random shootings in the Matrix? Why would they want to kill off one of their batteries? randomly because it makes things like the thing was they made that beautiful matrix like the utopian matrix and our minds couldn't conceptualize it because we we love we're, we're shit people who live in one want to wallow in garbage uh-huh. so like they have the shootings in there like I'm, I'm sure there's like some algorithmically generated number of shootings per year per capita uh-huh. that they have to work in uh-huh. and i'm sure they've accounted for that with regards to like birth rates and things but at the same time like you know they so- it's a safe enough number to make us feel like this isn't possibly a simulation because right. bad things happen. Right, right. Okay, I'm with you. Okay, all right, cool. So, anyway, if the fight takes place before the Matrix, you know, frees the programs, then, yeah, the Iron Giant just, like, smashes the thing. But is the Iron Giant in the Matrix? Boy, ain't that a question. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, like, and if it happens after Neo frees them, then Sadie, like, she rebuilds the Matrix. So, in, in theory, she could control all those, like, terrifying Octobots. That- wow. So, and so she would tear him apart. She's like a, a you know, she is legion. Sadi has become God at this point. Basically. like it, So we know that nothing will ever beat Sadi in this. Well, that's if she can control all the little spider bots that aren't destroyed. I mean, are they destroyed at the end of the Matrix? I don't remember. Well, but she's, she's, she's just creating and recreating the universe to her whims, right? Yeah. So, okay. So the question is, is the Iron Giant in the Matrix? If not, then he wins because like, they like, just like throw a little USB stick into the fucking arena and he just like, crunches it down. (laughs) (laughs) And if he is in the Matrix, then he loses because, you know, she can re, uh, configure the entire world to meet her parameters. I don't I don't think the Iron Giant exists outside of the Matrix. Wait. He, he's not a battery, right? There's no human controlling the Iron Giant. He's Correct. just a conceptualization of So he's a program in the Matrix. I guess. But is he in the Matrix? Is he in the Matrix or not? Or do we just drop the we drop him on Earth and he just like starts smashing up all the computer stuff? I don't know. Oh, he just God. like walks into the server farm and just starts kicking down fucking towers. So here's the problem: is that we're two levels removed because mm-hmm. we understand the Matrix is above us. Then there's us, but the Iron Giant is entertainment to us. <laughs> yes. So we're we're so far. <laughs> we're this not... is a painting of a painting of a painting here. Okay, so I'm gonna say the Iron Giant smashes her USB port. Okay, and, so Iron and Giant wins. Iron Giant wins. Okay, great. Because Sassy it's all about it. physical physical stuff. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm sure we're gonna come up with a hacker robot who can hack the Iron Giant. It wouldn't be about physical stuff at that point. Correct. Fuck. All right. Hold my hand. Who's the most boring <laughs> robot you know of? It is, of course, Robin Williams as Bicentennial Man. <laughs> That's a very good pull. Okay. Yes. I mean, he's the most fucking straight down the plate, like Isaac Asimov ripoff you could possibly imagine. Sure, yeah. Wow, I've forgotten all about that movie. So, yeah, it's like, 
it's based on an Asimov short story, I think. Um, and it's a, he's called Bicentennial Man because he's a robot that lives 200 years or whatnot. But okay. he's a robot. You know, it's that like robot wants to be human thing, which yes. is I think is utter bullshit. Why, Why would you want to be, be human? Why would you want to be less than yourself? You don't want to I want a robot that wants to become more robotic. You know that there's a lot of like people who want to be cats and dogs on our earth, right? <laughs> yeah, but they want to be like human cats and dogs, right? I think there's a lot of people who just want to be in a dog and lie in the sun all day and run around and not have human huh? obligations or responsibilities. Well, that's fair, but that's like that's like an exception to the human experience, right? Those you, people are, those people are not in the majority, right? Yeah. Okay. So we can agree on that. I don't think all robots want to be humans. Or well, the all the ones we see. Movie? Okay. <laughs> well, that's I, because they're exceptional. <laughs> we don't want to watch a boring robot movie. <laughs> we just, I mean, this is an anthro- anthropomorphic or anthropos- anthropocentric viewpoint, right? Because we're writing stories about ourselves. So of course everything wants to be like us. Right. Right. So anyway, this is that, but with all the fucking thing. serial numbers filed off. Okay, sure. So Robin Williams plays the Bicentennial Man, who is a fucking robot made by a company called NDR Robotics or whatever. <laughs> and um, yeah, And he's like a, a house a house boy to a, a family run by Sam Neill, who is the guy from Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah. And um, they find out he's got like feelings and emotions a little bit when he breaks uh, Richard is the Sam Neill character's daughter's like figurine and then makes a new one that carves a new one okay and they realize like oh shit this guy's got some talent so they make him a clockmaker, and he makes a ton of money that's <laughs> but cool. since robots have no rights sam neil just gets all of it sure okay right. so it's just like you know it's yeah society. it's like it's like you got a coffee maker that makes super fucking good sure. coffee <laughs> and everybody wants it and you're like great so um so after like two decades, um, he tries to like buy his freedom. He's like, "Come on, man, can I just have?" Him? He's like, yeah. "And Sam Neil goes, sure, but you can't get to get out of my fucking house." What? So Sam Neil's a villain in this? Not a villain. He's just a guy who doesn't understand robot rights. Okay, sure. right? Like he's a he's a conservative. So history a, a will well, him as a villain. A well-meaning, if backwards conservative. He's my mom, okay. basically, right? <laughs> okay, got <laughs> like, it. <laughs> someone who's just not capable of understanding like the world has moved on beyond like staid conservative values. Got it. Uh, but anyway, he does apologize on his deathbed and says, I'm so sorry, you know, I, I fucked up. Okay. So then, um, fucking robot, I forget his name, Jack or some shit. Andrew? Andrew. 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 Um, he goes and he becomes incredibly fucking wealthy and then he moves back in with the Martin family and the girl who, I think the girl's name was Amanda or something. Um, Amanda Little Miss Martin. Little Miss Martin. Yeah. The, who he had like befriended she's an old woman now she's like a, and so he um but her granddaughter looks exactly like her okay <laughs> played by the same actress i think oh that's interesting yeah and so he falls in love with her mm. portia because he gets like how old's his daughter or her daughter uh she's like i don't know in her teens or oh, late teens God. 20s oh, but like okay. i mean he's at this point like 80 years old okay right but he still looks the same something like that okay yeah i don't know but he gets more and more human as it goes on because he like uses the money to get more emotive and whatnot and like he gets a face that can feel emotions and he gets like uh juices oh and eventually he gets like <laughs> he gets like juices like juices are like a big, a big part of it uh, he becomes anatomically correct so he can engage in love yeah. with you so i mean like if you had to become anatomically correct today, would you opt for the biggest one possible, or would you go mid-range? Or uh, yeah, I think I'd go mid-range. Or do you just want a pimple, a little pimple down there? <laughs> yeah, that's what ties me to the earth. Yeah, get rid of this shit. <laughs> you go mid-range. I'd go mid. I mean, you don't want. It's like I approach. I approach dicks like cars, right? I want something that that isn't going to get me laughed at mm. and can get me from point A to point B, <laughs> but isn't flashy, right? You've used 
is a way to get from point A to point B. You are such a fucking Andrew. Like, yeah, get, you know, like, hey, babe, get in my um, mid-range sedan. Sure. <laughs> we'll, we'll, go, we'll cruise downtown, see, get, a, get a nice dinner, go to a movie, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. Okay. Well, it's not going to be, like, mind-blowing, but it'll be good. You'll have a good time. <laughs> okay, You'll have a good it. time. You're not going to complain about it. That's All right, what... sorry. Continue. <laughs> I just wanted to know what kind of penis you wanted. Yeah, mid-range. Who doesn't? <laughs> who wants an enormous fucking thing? I feel like that would be painful. Yeah, probably. It for, would be for uncomfortable. Your, for your partner, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you want something? You want something a little bit, maybe a little bit above average. That's but exactly like, what I was yeah, gonna say. Yeah, yeah, just a uh, plus one. That's yeah. what I always say. Just add plus, one to everything. An extra, an extra, uh, an extra quarter cup <laughs> of dick, please. <laughs> an extra tablespoon that's, of that's, dick. That's the secret ingredient. Yes. <laughs> an extra tablespoon. Oh, a little vanilla. <laughs> it's a flavor. Uh, go ahead. Almond, Sorry. almond extract. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, he petitions the like the UN for robot rights, and they're like, uh, "No, no, you, you can't have rights, dude." Because and I know that you like feel, and you're like basically totally human, but you're gonna live forever. So we don't, we don't want to be like. I feel like if you got rights, everyone would be super jealous because you'd just be a person who could live forever. And he's like, <laughs> "Oh, I get it. Okay, so he gets his juices replaced with." like blood oh okay so and, he won't live forever yeah so he won't live forever and then uh as he dies they give robots rights they're like oh yeah they can die now perfect <laughs> Jesus. So, so you can have rights as long as you die cool okay and then he dies holding the granddaughter porsche's hand and uh she dies like later i think and goes i'll see you soon or something like that it's nice a, it's a paint by numbers movie for a paint by numbers song i that's why i had based it on it so like um, you it's, know, like the one step forward, always going back to start with regards to robot rights. Okay, like, sure. Um, he gets much better at looking at human hearts as time goes on because he comes, becomes more more human. Yeah. Um, and I mean, when you go down, obviously, as a reference to becoming anatom- anatomically correct down sure. there. Sure, you know, sure, sure. The extra, the extra, <laughs> extra tablespoon. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and uh, like when he dies holding, oh, I'm still right here next to you, that sort of thing. Like mm. the the long, long, long-term relationship. Like, I'm still right here next to you and your daughter and your granddaughter. <laughs> God, I'm the disgusting. bicentennial man. Oh, I've scored the triple crown, as I yeah. call it. Um, I feel like if I got, if I got, I'm, I'm correct as a robot, I'd want it to, like, vibrate and stuff, too, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, you, you like, want like, the bells and whistles. Yeah, I'd want, like, I'd want, like a little, a dick plus one, yes. like, one tablespoon, plus, like, vibrate function. Sure. And, like, I don't know. I want five little fingers coming out. <laughs> Jesus. I want to call it the hand. It's, it's like a, like one of those Play-Doh things that you like you, you press down. And like the you yeah. got, you've got a little uh, one extrude of those extruder die to put on it where you can extrude your dick in various. <laughs> your dick sucks up into you after. Oh yeah, I don't want it to get in the way. Yeah, I wouldn't exactly like it would. It's kind of troublesome in the balls too. So it yeah. just like it just like goes into you when you're not using it, and then it, it extends. But if, if you're the first person to get those you're always getting nobody wants the iphone one anymore like you'd have to have a crank <laughs> to like extend up, it upgrading or, your dick yeah people are, all these dudes are waiting outside the fucking apple store yeah for the new for a dick point oh <laughs> yeah that's true um yeah 5g also uh we've got a lot more keeping us together than keeping us apart mm-hmm. like hey humans and robots are more alike than you realize the un so yeah good i like that and certainly this movie isn't meant yep. to be conceptual art exactly i mean you don't Nothing better than being posthumously granted rights. What a strange movie for Robin Williams to be a part of. It wasn't particularly funny. He had a period where he was trying to do a lot of high drama, right? I think so. And I think that, like, it, he, yeah, he does have, a, he had a period, he was like his blue period, right? Where he, yeah. he's trying to, like, get into other things than comedy. And yeah. I mean, it's easy for him to segue into that sort of stuff because he had, like, the Patch Adam stuff that were basically in, like, the um, Dead Poet Society yeah, and stuff right. like that. And then he went into horror. Um, yeah, one hour photo. Bit. Yeah, and I mean, he was a good actor, but the, the script was very poor, and he spent most of the movie in, like, a prosthetic robot suit. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, one of his main things is that he's so expressive. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a bummer. 
Welp. Uh, okay. So, I want to love you. Ev, uh-huh. would the Iron Giant be able to beat Andrew the Bicentennial Man? Yeah, he would fucking kick him to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a quicken. Very good. Well, let's move on to it. But I, I bet, oh. I bet, as he was being kicked, as he was flying away, he would have some like ritty, witty retort. He's going, "Here I go, Alice," something like that. Like he's fucking Alex, like doing a, a fucking impression all the way to the moon. Did he do impressions in the movie? Or you no, just he didn't. Robin he Williams? didn't. Okay. Yeah, he would all be right, like Robin Williams is forever Aladdin genie in my head. Sure, yeah, that makes sense. Um, whose name is, of course, genie Uffalip, <laughs> which we yes attributed last episode. Um, I think it's did, pronounced Greeny. Did you know who was considered for the role of the bicentennial man before? Oh, uh, let me guess, Gary Busey. Uh, real close, Tim Allen. Can you imagine this movie with Tim oh, Allen as the Bicentennial Gross. <laughs> he turned it down due to his commitment on Galaxy Quest. Which is a great movie, which is the move. best the best Tim Allen movie and the best Tim Allen project. One of the best sci-fi movies. I'm going to go real hard into the paint. I don't I, know if that's a hot take or not. Not disagree. Okay. I think it was voted the second best Star Trek movie by the Star Trek people. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I love that. Is that TV series still happening? Wasn't there a TV series for Galaxy Quest that was going to come out? Couldn't tell you. Okie dokie. Never mind. Uh, ugh, I don't actually care that much. Uh, okay. Ev, I think it's about time we rate this Oh, fuck. Song. I can't forget we have to do this. Ev, as usual, we rate this song on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. The more clothes this song is wearing, the worse it is. The more naked it is, the better it is. Now I'm going to ask you what the song is going to be for you. The sun, the twin suns rise over Tatooine. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wake up in my... The year is. <laughs> the year is a uh, long time ago. Like yeah. Galaxy far, far away. Millions of years. I don't know how, like, what the actual... I'm sure that they've figured it out. In relation to our Earth? Yes. I'm sure that some fucking... There's probably been some crossover. We yeah. found a relic of the... Oh, no. I guess Earth is the future. Earth so. is the future. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. So, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I wake up. Twin suns of Tatooine. Uh beaming through my window in my fucking waddle and daub hut (laughs) and i get up and i stretch drink some blue milk step outside and i hear where are you going (laughs) like that (laughs) well i'm just just going to fix the moisture evaporators no not like that you're not and i look down i'm just wearing my little uh, little onesies Uh little annie come back Put on your fucking garbage robes and your garbage pants. I'm like, ah, oh, Watto, I want to fix everything. I'm working on a robot. He's the, he's the whiz. <laughs> no, no. I mean, you, you can do what you want, but, you know, I, I do kind of own you. And, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you do this, okay? So just put the pants on. I don't, I don't like being tempted like this. <laughs> oh, uh, okay, okay Watto, you're such a character. Disgusting. So I put on my, put on my fucking... Uh, Gee pants and my fucking robe, uh, and I walk out and I work on the fucking uh, pod racers all goddamn day, and I'm covered in oil and fucking sweat because I mean child slavery is I guess the thing that Toydarians really get into, <laughs> and Watto will occasionally come out and be like, oh, looking good there, and I never know whether he's talking about me or like the actual like pod racer I'm working on. Like, sure. You're gonna beat Sebulba in the race? I sure am, Wizzo. Oh, Sebulba's a Wizzo. mean old mean old Doug. He like a. Uh, he uses all these like fucking and, and he uses all those fucking like 1950s slang terms well i mean he gets them from dex jet setter <laughs> <Whatever>. jet setter. <laughs> i need to rewatch the prequels man no well they're they're a big swing i'm almost done watching clone wars i've been watching it for like 10 months now <laughs> i need to rewatch the uh because i feel like it really added a lot of depth uh, so yeah yeah i wanted to like this song i really did it had a good opening but then my fucking 
Toydarian slave master came in and made me put on a bunch of extra clothes. Mm-hmm. And okay. this this song is just, it's like the prequels. It's a big swing, and I think it's a miss. Sure. I think it's a big miss, too. Sure. Actually, no, it's a small swing, and he, it's like a bunt, but then you miss. Like, <laughs> like hold the bat out, and the ball just flies <laughs> right, right by anyway. your head. Jesus. Um, You're out. Uh, Iris in. We find ourselves. Star wipe. Reverse star wipe. <laughs> we find ourselves. Uh, on the prison moon of Krentor. <laughs> on the prison moon of Krentor. Um, Krentor, a uh, prison moon uh, slightly outside of Corellia. Uh, and, uh, I'm having the time of my life because I'm on this prison moon, but you know what? I don't live here. I just cook here, baby. Oh, so, do you get the, uh, do you get the sweet, like Vin Diesel pitch black, like slick job where they replace your eyes so you can see in the dark because it's so dark down there. I do have, I have true vision up to 120 feet since they gave me this job, which is <laughs> oh, really Oh, they give nice. you like the, they give you the special smell so you can do the special, they cook the food so good. I have true sniffing up to a hundred feet. <laughs> you, have the, you have the tongue that allows you to taste like extra tastes because you know, you work with a limited palate on Crantor. I have true right? licking up to 80 feet. Licking. <laughs> yep. Keep going. We got two Fla- more senses. Fla- flavor sense. <laughs> flavor sense. Well, like, I don't know. Like the sense of touch really doesn't figure into eating that much. I guess like mouthfeel or something. You get the beta mouth, like the extra mouth. That, <laughs> the beta mouth? Yeah. It just, it just fits over your mouth and it's yeah. a bigger mouth, but it has extra like, you know. Crunchers. Crunchers and slappers. And slapper, and a whole other. Squeezers. Yeah. Your teeth can feel now. Oh, I love that. Okay. They also gave me Dick.0, which was really nice of them. They didn't have to do that. Dick.0. <laughs> shittier dick. We're going to downgrade your dick. <laughs> Well, what a shittier... I guess I, in my head, as soon as I said a shittier dick, I imagine like PS1 polygons. <laughs> like It's just like <laughs> sharp, <a> pointy, <laughs> strange, blocky. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't like this. Um, And of course, I'm in the kitchen of the jail and I'm doing my thing. Get an 8-bit dick. <laughs> 8-bit dick. That's a great name for a 2D6 song. I need to write that down. Um, And, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm singing my favorite song. When you go down, when you go... And I'm carrying around this huge hot pot of grease and I'm, you know, wearing my t-shirt and shorts. And all of a sudden my friend goes, Dengar, watch out for that banana peel. And I slip up into the air. The hot pot of grease is poured all over me. Are you human or are you an alien in this? I'm Dengar the Demolisher, except I haven't demolished anything yet. Now that I have hot (laughs) grease all over me. They transport me to the med unit. They wrap me up, wrap from head to toe. And buddy, now I'm the Dengar you know and love from the Bounty Hunters squad. And is he, that from... You know Dengar. He's one of like the eight people that is, is in like Jabba a... Hutt's palace when he asked Boba Fett to go get... I'm sure he is. He's just a guy. The only reason I know any of them, and I know I think all of them, is because MC Chris wrote a song about each of them, which oh, sucks. Good. But uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's a he's a cool guy. Bosk, Boba Fett, him, Salacious Crumb, Salacious Crumb, Wizzo, <laughs> Deck Jet Setter, Dick Boyno. <laughs> Dick Boyno's a great Star Wars character. Um, oh. If I have looked up uh, what what role Earth takes in the Star Wars universe, um, I bet I'm gonna be disappointed. I think you will. <laughs> I have a scene, or a feeling that you will. Okay. Uh, it is uh, apparently um, the, where the Star Tours Travel Agency operates on. Oh, Star Tours in like Orlando. The Disney World. <laughs> so I think it's only non-canonical, which is a real big bummer. They take you back in time and you get to go to the Death Star and fight 
the lasers with Luke. Uh, yeah, I think so. While they play uh, the Huey Lewis song, Back in Time. <laughs> I'm going to go back in time. <laughs> I want to I I see a version of that scene where Back in Time is playing over <laughs> Luke shooting the laser down the uh, butthole. I think of it would be super song. easy to do. Probably. Uh, anyway, um, wrapped up, head to toe, faces exposed. And that's all she wrote. <laughs> time <laughs> to come back with more It's All Been Done, a Beta Good Ladies podcast. Hey, Evan. Hey. What if you were... What if you were really good at something you hated? Like, say, like, you're, like, the best debt collector. <laughs> like, phone debt collection. What? You are just a fucking whiz. You can get anyone to pay on their debt. Yeah. No matter how poor they are, no matter how trouble... Like, the more difficult it is, the, the easier it is for you. So what what's the question here? Would I do it? Would you do it? Like, you can make millions of dollars doing this. Like, you buy, you get, like, an Excel sheet with, like, bad debt. Just people who have never paid on their debt. People who can't pay. So and you can make them pay. Here's the question, I guess. Debt collecting? I probably would. If I can provide for me and my family, buddy, I come first, my friend. But if it's, like, I'm really good at murdering cats, like, <laughs> I'm going to get paid a lot of money. Like, if it's something that I could do, it would probably maintain my sanity. <laughs> really good at like you drive like yeah you're super good at murdering cats you'll never be caught killing cats <laughs> you could kill anyone's cat I could, I could not i mean even debt collecting do they cry or am i yeah oh yeah they're they're like it's horrible but i can get them to do it you can de yeah like you don't have to like but i can't calm them down I you can't, can't like, call them you okay. can't yeah you can't you can't do anything but collect on the debt and you get the debt collected you get you always get the debt collected boy oh boy that's hard and like you're not you're not even threatening them or something. It's just they're on the phone with you for ten minutes. You have to like you can break them down, yeah. make them pay the debt, and then you just hang up, leaving, leaving them ruined and penniless, um, or in debt to somebody else. I would <laughs> do it. No, I can't do it. I can't. What's something? What is the least evil evil thing that you could think? What's where? Where's the line for you? I think debt collecting might be on just on the right side of that line. What's on the left for, side of that line? Like, like trying to think so of, debt collecting is good or bad? Debt collecting is bad. I don't think I can do it. But I'm trying to think of what's the most evil thing that you could do and still be okay with. Like, what about like? I'm always thinking like on the phones because it's the worst job ever. Like, okay. like public facing stuff. So say you're like a, um, you're really good at like. Um, Upsell. You work. You work for like a big bank. Yeah. And uh, you're really good at upselling people. That's no big deal. Like I could things they folks. don't things they don't need. But they only have thing, the money for only it? things they don't need. Fuck yeah, do it. Well, they might not. You don't know if they have the money for it or not. If they're buying it, I gotta assume. You know, well, they're what? not buying anything. They're call, they're calling a, like with like a problem with their credit card. Like like oh why why I get this overdraft fee? I have plenty of money in my account. And you're like oh yeah sorry I'll take that off for you. And by the way, would you like to upgrade to the AARP plus plan? Like and you can always upsell them. Yeah ah uh, if I'm getting paid for that's not bad. That's fine. That's there's nothing. I mean it wrong takes it them. takes money from them and gives it to a bank. Yeah. It's something they don't need and will actually end up costing them more money in the long run. It's the same as debt collecting. Is it? You're taking money from people. Yeah, I was just I trying. To, I was just trying case, to edge to the right there. And then, it might be even worse because they don't owe it to you. They didn't do anything to <laughs> owe this money. Right. In this case, I'm just taking money from them. Yeah. But for some reason, it feels better to me. What if like you're really good at like writing parking tickets? Like what? Like where, I'm trying to go. Just like I'm trying to edge right to that line that you want to go to. Like, no. This is someone who has. I, if I'm being paid millions of dollars, because I feel like that's a service that. Yeah, I would do that. You're really good at towing cars. Yeah. Oh, but I only would. cars that don't deserve to be towed. <laughs> Out of people's driveways. <laughs> yeah. I would just take their car. 
How are you really good at towing cars? What's I don't know. You're just. I don't know what it is about okay. you, but like you can. You you've like everyone's like, oh yeah, I got two or three today, and you're like, I got fifty. <laughs> okay, so it's not like I make people okay with it, but yeah, I can just do it. You can really, do it I'm real quick. Yeah, you can really get it done. Okay, okay. Like I don't even know how he fits eight cars I mean, onto his tow truck. I feel like don't hide your light, right? I mean, if you're good at something, share it with the world. Yeah, I guess. What's the What's the farthest you would go? I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like, uh, I'm trying to think of like furniture salesmen. Like, like, what about what about something that's good for people but makes you what about like euthanizing pets? You 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 kill. I don't know why I am stuck on killing cats, buddy. But you're doing it in a humane way. Oh man, that, just like watching the light go out of beloved pets' yeah. eyes, but but, like, but you're doing it in a way that's like and a you're hospice. Millions of dollars for it, but pet, that's your only a job. Pet hospice. You, you're not you're not a vet. Oh, you're man. just a cat euthanizer. <laughs> well, and you do a hundred a day. I don't really like cats, so make make it dogs. Okay, dog euthanizer. Yeah. So um, nothing wrong with cats, by the way. I don't want to. It's I don't, fine. <laughs> I feel like people who are like cats suck or just assholes to begin yeah, with. But uh, but dogs decent. Dogs are great. I love them. I'll probably get one eventually. Mm, they're great. Uh, so I'm, I'm a cat. I'm a dog euthanizer. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna isolate that and just make it my ringtone. I'm a dog euthanizer. I'm a dog so euthanizer. I, um, yeah, I guess I would do it because I, I'd be providing like a net positive to the world, and I'm making a lot of money doing it. Right? But would your mental health? I feel like I would get really like within like a month of the job where right. I just kill pets all day. Like, I feel like I would get pretty, pretty callous pretty quickly. You would, you would turn off a part of your brain. Yeah. Yeah. Nice Which dog. Mind would, if I kill it? You, you wouldn't be the same person. You would come home and you would start yelling and screaming and throwing things at you. Oh, no. never mind. I forgot. I don't think so because like, I feel like I would be doing something positive for the world, right? Like this is sure. like they would have suffered without me. Yeah. So I could definitely rationalize it that way. Sure. And it is painful for me, but I'm taking on this burden. You yeah. know, I'm basically Christ-like in a lot of ways. Yeah, that's I mean, God. if only Christ had euthanized <laughs> all of his apostles' pets. You know what other show is hosted by a fucking monster? <laughs> that would be Champs in the Making. Champs in the Making, with a revolving table of voices from all over the Orange Groves Network, we'll use a bracket to try and find the best Pokemon of all. Their latest episode, episode 36, is a show swap with It's All Been Done. What <gasps> Wait, happens? what? <laughs> it finally came I out in public I wasn't told of this. <laughs> what happens when an already chaotic show is handed off to hosts of a different podcast who don't know about Pokemon, and they have hey, to make it Hey, fuck you. Work? I know tons about Pokemon. <laughs> they have to make it work? Time to find out. <laughs> Uh, our our show swap uh, for Champs of the Making is finally out. It's a good one. I enjoyed doing it. I don't. I remember nothing about I, it. <laughs> we had a lot of fun. I'm sure we did. Okay, it was. We a always do. Yeah. Um. So uh, go listen to that. Uh. And uh. Bye bye. Bye bye, Alex. Welcome back to It's Up and Down a Bare Naked Ladies Podcast. Now's the time in the show when we spin the big wheel. Fucking oh, hate to, you. to hear the wheel again. Does it bring your heart joy? Mm-mm. Oh my god, this one is so big that I can't even read it. Uh oh, okay, okay. Uh this one is Big Bang Theory theme. <laughs> this song is the theme to a sitcom, either real Ugh. or imaginary. Name or describe the characters and general situation. Huh. So this is like a, I'm imagining like the Golden Girls. It's definitely an 80s sitcom. Yeah. I uh, see the credits. Yeah. Although no, no 80s sitcom had a funky like. So maybe like a late 70s sitcom. Sure. I think Three's Company sounded a lot like that. <laughs> yes. 
So it's a, I mean, it's a, it's a sitcom about a married couple who fights a lot. I mean, it's basically uh, 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 Kevin can wait for the seventies, right? Or uh, fucking any of the Kevin James King of Queens, or where the husband is schlubby and dumb. So every sitcom. Yeah. Okay. Probably. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> um, but 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 he's got a good heart. I guess every sitcom still. Do they have? Ki- uh, they probably have a precocious kid who's yeah. got lots of one-liners. Maybe a few, a funny neighbor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they got a little baby. Yeah. Who's just learning how to talk. Yeah. It's played by twins. That's good. I like that. Braden and Caden. Uh, Braden and Caden. Quick, I'm gonna search for Caden Marshfield just to see what I can Google. <laughs> oh, um, you're not gonna masturbate, are no! you? No. Uh, disgusting. Um. So yeah. I like that, but is that too simplistic, or did we answer the question? I mean, we did, but right. I feel like we Should could we spin we, the wheel. We got to, to plus one it. Okay, let's plus one it. So also, the is this like the one where the like the alien moves in, or they're on an they're on an oh, it's a seventies thing, so they're on an ancient Native American burial ground or something. Oh boy, it's okay. like oh, it's the uh, um the poltergeist show. The polter oh this the movie is, Poltergeist where sure. they like put they build a, they built the house on an Indian burial ground so they're making a show out of Poltergeist yes and yes, it's, it's called it's Hold a, My Hand it's a comedy <laughs> got it and okay. Hold My Hand is because the skeletal hand reaches up from under the that's the end of the credits where the skeletal <laughs> reaches up and yeah you see the the man kind of rolls over and his hand goes down on the bed because he's sure. asleep and then the skeletal hand reaches up and grabs and it, it and, he, and you just and it, then it closes up on his face and he has a little smile because he thinks it's his wife hand but it's yeah. actually a dead a dead First Nations so person. How does how does how does being built on a First Nations burial ground uh, change the dynamic of a Family Matters sitcom? Um, perhaps. <laughs> I, I bet it makes it super racist. Oh, one hundred percent. You know, there's Chief something or other that like haunts their house, but is actually very funny. And oh God, life. yeah. Ugh. Oh, yeah. that's a nightmare. Ugh, it's gonna be real. Played by a white guy. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, in dark makeup and. Um, <sighs> Yeah. Oh, that. So that's the that's Jerry Lewis as Chiefs. <laughs> Chief Wampum. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be horribly racist. Uh, Chief Wahoo. Can you believe Chief Wahoo is still a thing? I thought they got rid of it. Oh, did they? I don't. I think they just. That's did. right, because we're yeah. just Cleveland baseball team now, right? Cleveland baseball. <laughs> I mean, that's what was it? Isn't it Washington football? We're team? the Cleveland baseballs. <laughs> I don't know. I don't follow baseball. Well, that's why I asked you about football. Baseball Evan. is the baseball is the hold my hand of sports. Whoa. Baseball, colon, sports, colon, colon. Hold my hand, hand, colon, 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 poltergeist. (laughs) Poltergeist, the legacy, colon. Now we got a family together. Now that's a family. I was doing an SAT question, but I totally understand. I was just doing the whole whole subtitles for all of our show. There's a bunch of fucking colons. Well, yeah, because this is like one of those where um, we need something more. Come on. Everyone's doing, everyone's doing everyone's doing coke everyone's doing coke in the fucking room like okay so we got the family hold my hand yeah okay i like that so we can get gary Busey to play the native american chief we can get him uh he's a hot property now and every episode maybe one of Chief Wahoo's enemies comes back from the grave. So we have General Custard who possesses their TV. Oh, General Custard. We <laughs> General Custard's last stand. Uh-oh. Is his name Custer? It's Custer, yeah. Uh-oh. But I, <laughs> I think I've been saying Custard for 35 oh. years. <laughs> there was an um, ice cream place near my the church my grandma used to go to called Custard's Last Stand. That's very uh, good. It was great. I enjoy that. Uh, yeah, so it's all very uh, offensive, um, stereotypical shit. Probably. Okay, good. Love it. The Big Bang Theory theme. Sold it in the room. 
<laughs> Hold my hand, colon. <laughs> colon baseball, colon <laughs> something or other. Now's the time when we take an email from our friends, our fans, our masturbatory little monkeys. Okay, guy. <laughs> if you want to email us, it's all been done podcast at gmail.com. Here's an email from our friend, Greg Mammaries. Hi, Greg Mammaries. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Uh, this email is titled, A Medical Emergency. Oh, no. <laughs> it was sent April 19th. <laughs> you should not be sending this to us. <laughs> Dire news. Each of the bare naked ladies has been diagnosed with a different rare and unknown disease, and only oh, you can save no. them. Tell us about the diseases that each one has contracted, describe their symptoms, and tell me the treatments or cures before it's too late. Okay, so these aren't real diseases. We're making them up. Yes. Okay, good. Ever faithfully yours, Greg Memories. And the suggested Google responses are, wow, very interesting, or thanks for sharing. <laughs> I'm going to send him back, thanks for sharing, sent. <laughs> okay, very good. <laughs> That's the that's the IABD touch there. <laughs> the IABD promise. There you go, Greg. Um, okay, uh, so um, what do we got here? Let's start with. Do you want? Do we go? Do we ping pong or do yeah, we just collaborate? Uh, yeah, we'll just start. Uh, Kev's got butterfly heart. <laughs> okay. And what are the symptoms of butterfly heart? And how do you cure it? It's like one of those where. It, he, there's nothing really physically wrong with him, mm-hmm. but like when he goes to like, it's like where they put you in front of the X-ray. They just see like the outlines of butterflies and all in your ribs and whatnot. Uh-huh. So it's and like hidden it, sun plays quietly yeah, in the background like of the X-ray. It's like restless legs. He's like, I'm having trouble sleeping because <laughs> of all the fluttering in my chest. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so it's, it's not, it's not debilitating, but sure. it is irritating and it like, it fucks with your sleep. Cause I mean, it's just like being touched on the inside all the time yeah. by like gentle, gentle wings. <laughs> Okay. I mean, I love butterfly kisses, but this is too much. This is ridiculous. I'm getting, I'm getting chapped. <laughs> My ribs are getting chapped. Oh, how do you how do you cure butterfly kisses? But, butterfly heart. Butterfly heart. Um, it's like one of those like the cure is worse than the disease thing. He's got to like swallow. What, what the fuck eats butter? He's got to swallow a bunch of like pigeons. Oh, it's an old lady who swallowed a fly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh no. He's got to swallow like a bird. Uh huh. Or uh, yeah. Or DDT. He's got to. He's got to take. He's just gonna D- eat a bunch of poison. DDT pills. Right. Not enough to kill a person. Just to kill the butterflies. Just to kill a butterfly. But they'll keep. They keep coming back too. Sure. 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 Because like, it'll it'll kill them for a little. It makes him kind of sick. It's like chemotherapy sort of thing. Uh-huh. Um, uh So like he gets like sick for you know, but it's, it's not as as radical as chemotherapy. So like his hair falls out. He gets kind of sick. Um, but only for a little. Like for like he a had week. Cancer. This is horrible. I, <laughs> hey man. Or did people just say he had cancer when they were really just reading him butter, of his butterfly, his butterfly heart, heart. heart? Yeah, yeah. So okay. he gets sick, but it's only like a week. And then like he's got, I don't know how long it takes butterflies to gestate, but like the caterpillars are in his, in his like the egg, they, right. they've already laid eggs. So there's no way to get rid of those. So the caterpillars right. come out and then, then you got caterpillars crawling around in you. Then they cocoon for, I don't know, a month or two and then they become butterflies again. Sure. So you got like six to eight months a year, maybe, uh, between, between flare-ups. Yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> And then he can just deal with it. He keeps his DDT pills on him, yeah. and he's, he's ready like, to roll. Guys, I won't be on Google on, on tour this week. <laughs> you know you know what's happening. <laughs> and, all, and all the BNL boys nod because, you know, they've got their own issues, as we're sure. about to describe. Uh, as, of course, um, Ed, his uh, country past, has finally caught up with him. Uh, and he is, of course, a wear gun. So, <laughs> on the full moon, he turns into a pistol. Uh, not a sentient pistol, not... Uh, he can't walk around, but yeah. people do use him to commit crimes, yeah. and then the he, blood he, is on his hands. Yeah, he he, beca- he turns fully loaded. He has a fully loaded oh, pistol fully with loaded. no safety. Infinite ammo and no safety. Yeah, it's horrifying. Um, he wakes up with the taste of gunpowder and oh, lead in his my. mouth. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it's Somebody's, horrifying. He always wakes up thrown in like some fucking someone's back so, lot. Someone's fucking like glove compartment it busts <laughs> open <laughs> as he's born again, nude and oh, he's stuffed down somebody's pant, the front of somebody's pants. Oh, I love that. <laughs> wake up with Ed in your pants. Yeah, because like the the, the sim- you don't he doesn't just turn into a gun. Like there's like a a, a pre-chorus a like refractory period where he like is like half gun yeah. and he's seeking out somebody who needs a gun. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Because that's part of the that's part of the thing. He just wants to get close to you as he becomes yeah. chrome. <laughs> <laughs> We watch him transform. <laughs> no way to stop it. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the, the, the other things about the, being a weird gun is that you don't realize it, and you can't. Conce- you can't stop yourself. You can't stop yourself, and you don't. You, you won't. It, your mind just kind of shuts down. They're like, Ed, we need. It's that time of the month. I we gotta be it. with Billy Bob. Yeah. I have to be with Billy Bob right now. I'm yeah, sorry. So you can try and lock him down. Like everyone knows, he's like, but he like freaks out. He doesn't understand why you're. Why are these chains on me? It's one of the why, reasons. Why have you? Why have you got me in this gun safe? <laughs> it's one of the reasons he wrote Grinning Streak to apologize to his wife because he was always running off with other people one month a year or yeah. one uh, one well, night a month. Yeah, and he doesn't know why. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's very confused. Um, he I thinks think, he's cheating on her, but really he's just becoming a gun. So they do the sleep study. They figure it out. They know what he is now. And I think the only cure for where gunism is he has to be injected with uh, the ashes from um, the uh, Bill of Rights. So they have to burn the Bill of Rights. And <laughs> all of it. All of it. The whole thing. Uh, he has to understand that that's not what our forebears meant by uh, the right to bear arms. And uh, I think that cures him mentally of his need to become Or maybe it, uh, it just turns him into like a, a powder weapon. Oh, so he shit. doesn't turn he into like a, a loaded wear musket. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he, it's much harder for him to harm anyone. Yes. Yeah. That makes more sense. Okay. Good. Because I mean, like, who's gonna know how to load and fire a musket? Not a lot. fewer people than know how to just point but it's, a gun. It's weird like, because he does. He finds himself explaining the you know chemistry <laughs> of muskets to whoever he runs into. Just like his brain turns off, he has to explain it. But you know what? That's nothing compared to what you're about to hear, listeners. Yes, Jim has lickety fingers. <laughs> Uh-oh. That's where your fingers uh, are like tongues, <laughs> so they can taste everything you touch. Sure. But also they're like wet like a tongue. Sure. That's terrible. It's <laughs> very, very bad. So he's got to wear, I mean, you that. can wear gloves and stuff, but like, then you're just going to taste like latex or, you I know. Dengar has that. I think he's got. <laughs> are you fucking kidding he's me? He's got lickomancy. Lickety, from... lickety fingers? <laughs> lickety fingers, Yeah. So yeah, he's like, so when Jim touches something and like, it's just like licking it basically. So sure. it's wet and it's got saliva on it, but especially in COVID times, oh, like, you know, bad, he bad. catches diseases because yeah. it's just like putting your mouth on everything. But that's why he wears opera gloves all the time, right? No, I mean, opera gloves wouldn't really help you because it would just get wet with <laughs> spit. <laughs> sure, it's like okay. wadding up a sock and putting it in your mouth. But yeah. All right. That's fair. But so I mean, he's, he can they, wear like rubber gloves. They just stay wet. Yeah. They stay as wet as a tongue. Yeah. But if I like did this for a long time. My tongue would dry well, the, out. But they've got salivary glands oh, underneath, the, like in the nail beds. Out. Instead of fingernails, he's got salivary glands. I understand. So his rubber gloves, they're good, but they do fill up like water balloons <laughs> yeah. over the course of a day. <laughs> he's got to drain them every once in a while. Sure. Like a spit valve yeah, that makes on a sense. brass instrument. Okay, interesting. So how we cure this, buddy? Um, boy, oh boy, lickety fingers. I don't know if there is. I think it's just something you have to live with, unfortunately. Yeah, I think there's surgeries that make it more bearable. Yes. They can remove the salivary glands, but you're still going to taste everything. It's just yeah. going to taste dull. And it'll be like... Like, it's uncomfortable because, like, constant dry mouth. Yeah, yeah. Because so you kind of want to keep Your those. fingers are supposed to be wet. Yeah. Lickety fingers, there's no real... They can take, like, some butt skin and try to, like, paste it over your, <laughs> they like... Give, they give, like, your... They put foreskins on, the, on all your they fingers. They put foreskins... <laughs> yeah, you have to peel them back if you want to taste with your fingers. Oh, disgusting. So now we have... 
fingers on your dick and dicks oh, on your fingers. Like, when he goes to bed, he wakes up. There's just like drool spots everywhere because his fingers have been salivating all night. Yeah, yeah. It's <sighs> disgusting. But I mean, it does kind of it does kind of key into why he's so weird, like weird sexually. Yeah. Oh, for certain. Yeah. yeah. It changes a man yeah. having having lickety fingers. <laughs> um, hey, can you, can you just suck on my fingers for a little bit? <laughs> It's like kissing to me. It's really hot. Um, you ever wanted to kiss with ten mouths? Speaking of kissing, Ty, you know, he finally put his member in the wrong place because he got a horrible disease. It's called Dick Poino. Now it's just like three <laughs> polygons. His whole dick. It's just... His balls are normal, which is even worse because yeah. it looks... The contrast is horrifying. Oh, man. Uh, but Ty's got Dick Poino. He, it's big and blocky. Uh, it's very noticeable through his pants. Uh, sex is almost impossible for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, is it hard or is it still soft? Uh, you know, I, there's not really frames in between. It's either like hanging down or it blips upward. But like, is it still like flesh, or is it like uh, a? Is boy, it like that's a good question. Is it like plastic? I don't think it's. Fl- I don't imagine it being flesh. I feel like we if I touched Laura, we can't Croft, render this. Yeah, yeah, it would not feel like if you flesh. ran your hands down Laura Cloft and you come your hand, your palms are bleeding. My little oh, lickety no. fingers are bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Uh, and I think the only cure for this is a good old dick flattening. He needs to <laughs> get just it, get, like, it, get it pounded out and reinflated. Yeah, to lay it out on the table and just a uh, full reset. You just need to hit the hard reset <laughs> button on that dick. Just hit, hit it with a hammer a few times. Yeah, you gotta hold it, hold the button down until it, until it shuts down. Yep. 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 Shut it down. Shut it down. <laughs> Shut the whole dick down. Restart it. Unplug it. That's it. That's, That's it. all the ladies. That's there we go. That's their problems. Greg, I, thanks <laughs> so again, Greg. Thanks for sharing. As I told you once, I'll tell you again. And uh, uh, hopefully that answered your question. Bye. Ev, mm. we done did it. Another episode in the tubes. Ready for schmoobs. Um, <laughs> you can boobs. check us out on Twitter, uh, at Been Done Pod. Check us out on Facebook. It's all been done American Ladies Podcast. Leave us a review on iTunes, no, just no. like our friend Goblin J. Oh, no. That's right, Goblin J, a five-star review called A Pod That Plops. Do you unapologetically worship all that BNL creates? If, show, if so, this show probably isn't for you. Are you up for oddball humor? A strange, quasi-friendly dynamic and honest, sometimes brutal assessments of BNL's work on a song-by-song basis? If so, weird. And this podcast is for you. <laughs> Goblin J, perfect. I love it. Thank you so much. That's beautiful. Thank you, Goblin J. Um, yeah, that's uh, much appreciated. We want more. We're up to 59 reviews. That's almost 60. Ooh, 59, oh, baby. I love a good 59. 59. I love a good 59-ing. Where one person, one person is pregnant and, <laughs> and like and into the kind position. of bent, and the other person is just looming over them. <laughs> this is a weirdly abusive situation. I don't like it. Well, I mean, they're both into it, right? It's, oh, cons- yeah. it's consensual fifty nine. Sure, oh. always consensual. You don't want to consens- consensually fifty nine, um, an unconsensual forty four though. I'm into. I think we've done this before. <laughs> we've talked about the sexual positions that every other number would be i hate this show i hate that we've looped around to the beginning i like again. an 11 a good a good 11 a where good you're both 11. of you're just standing straight no <laughs> touching right, just, just looking at each other well you're looking one of you is looking away and the other person's <laughs> looking, looking at the, the back, back of their, of their head. head oh jesus christ Ebo, what are you plugging this week <laughs> uh um uh, crafts crafts like you just do crafts. camps like macrames oh summer camp crafts it's, it's summertime, summertime. living's time easy crafts. 
apps. Yep, living it up, picking my craft, doing my macrame, making a hundred, making a hundred macrames. Soon we'll be able to play summertime again, unironically. <laughs> Let's go to Alabama. What Creek. do you think's on the Memorial Day playlist, big boy? Oh my Just God. Summer day on repeat. <sighs> living it up. Um, I will plug craft single oh man i got some of those for the hamburgers did you really hell yeah i made my son a grilled cheese sandwich yesterday with some craft singles he did not want to take a single bite i ate it it was the best fucking thing i ate all yeah, day i mean craft singles are garbage they're just bad they're not good cheese but they make good grilled cheese for some reason and on like burgers and stuff like oh man yeah it's like we've been it's like a you're abused so you can only like accept sort of abusive relationships going forward like as a kid, like kids love craft singles, right? Like they don't like real cheese. Sure. So like you can like, oh yeah, you get like the nostalgia. This is like a nostalgia toxic impulse. Thing, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Where like craft singles are craft singles are your abuser that you keep keep oh, running Jesus back to. Right. That's how you view nostalgia. Well, <laughs> bad nostalgia. Bad nostalgia. Like craft craft singles are unequivocally a bad cheese. But but I, I love them. I don't know if it's equitable to abuse. <laughs> I don't know if we can say like, boy, Dum Dum Pops, that was fucking abuse. <laughs> that I go back to those. They suck, but I love eating them. Um, uh, I'm sorry. Although calling someone a Dum Dum Pop, that is abuse, unequivocally. Gross. Um, yeah, so uh, buying them up. Happy, by the way, happy post-Memorial Day to all of you out there. Yeah, we're pre-Memorial Day right now. Boy, oh boy, are we pre-Memorial Day boys. Uh, we are just uh, uh, enjoying the sights and sounds. <laughs> That's right. Everybody's setting up on the street. They're pre Memorial oh, Day. Oh, yeah. God, the fucking Parades. Gungans are out. That's playing right. their, playing their horns. They got the, the gaffa juice and the and, uh, for all Jawa of our, juice. All of our Canadian listeners, happy Dragon Ball Z Day. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's what they celebrate in Canada. Yeah, yeah. Um, they get their big hair and they power up for an entire day. That's right. They just go out to their front yards and just tense all their muscles. And and <laughs> all right. Um, I'm Sager. I'm Evan. And we're gone. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Bye.